This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. going on talking right now with ryan waste from municipal waste they have a new album electrified brain by the time you hear this interview the album will have been out you've had a chance to listen to it it's out on nuclear blast uh but uh how are you doing today man we can see you have a quite the record collection behind you it's looks like an awesome layer yeah i'm home for like two days so you know waste has been out my other band bats got a gig tonight and we're, Mm -hmm. we're actually been doing double duty this last week so i'm i'm home for like a half a day and then back out on the road man Seems like all you guys do like double and triple duty, man. You guys are uh, you guys are some savage bunch of beasts, dude. P- playing metal, hardcore punk, all that stuff. We can't get enough, man. You know, I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I wasn't busy like that. So, uh, you got yeah. So home is is Richmond for you, right? Correct. Awesome. Uh, so you said you didn't wouldn't know what to do with yourself, you know, which kind of leads me to a question. I, I follow Tony on Instagram. Look like during the pandemic, he got a job at WWE or something. Um, yeah, he was down there. I don't think he was wrestling, but he was uh, doing some catering and and helping out uh, some some cool ass people down there. Yeah, it was a pretty cool gig for him. What What did you do with your time? I finished uh, writing a script. I've uh, been doing wow. like this heavy metal horror movie I've been working on for the last few years. And actually via Zoom like this, I, I teamed up with uh, Norman Cabrera, who did our last uh, music video. And we finished the script that I had been working on for years and actually you know, gave me the time to mm-hmm. sit and focus on it, you know, and it's like, we we're just nonstop. Like I was saying. So, I mean, we even finished writing the record during the pandemic for yeah. race. I finished one with bat, my other band. And I mean, you know, it's kind of cool just to like take inventory and be able to focus on, you know, the creative side without having to get on the road. So we use the time wisely, but you guys are back on the road. I saw you guys play yeah. pig, pig, with pig destroyer and, and dwarves in Seattle, uh, about a month ago or so. Uh, how's yeah, I mean, it been we, back on the road, man? 
It's great, man. You know, it's everyone's trying to be careful as much as you can, you know, sure. getting sick. It's just it's a whole new world out there. But, you know, this is what we do. We're going to keep doing it as long as we can. And, um, you know, we, we just got back yesterday. So, I mean, it's just it's just been going, going, going. It's kind of cool to be. You feel like the energy that people have been having pent up inside of them. And we're one of those bands where we let people let that out on stage. So, oh, yeah, I think it's I think it's a dose of what, you know, the doctor ordered for everybody. So the thing is, is we actually have kind of like an embarrassment of riches now with touring. Like everyone's out back on the road. Everyone's zigzagging. Sometimes there's two or three shows, you know, in the big cities. You know, has that has that presented any difficulties like having to kind of, quote unquote, compete with friends or, you know, tour packages? Yeah, it just happened. Uh, Bat was up in New York and Voivod was playing right down the street. And we're oh. it's like, why can't we just put these shows together? Right. But I think New York always has that problem pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. It's just, you know, oversaturated with too much cool shit happening. But, yeah, I mean, you just got to roll with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a fan just like anyone else. I want to go see every show at night, but you got to pick and choose, man. So this album, you know, it's coming out now. Was this, was this, were you, were you guys uh, writing and planning this before the pandemic or did it just so happen you were just started hunkering down and writing it during? A little bit of both. I mean, we were already ready to start writing, but then the time just opened up. So I think we got to hone in on it a lot more, whereas we would just kind of bust it out. But this we got to take our time with, revisit some songs, like actually bring back some old songs and rework them. And then the really the patience had to set in when we, we were finished and we sat and waited on like a year and a half just to put it out. Like, yeah, it was ready a while ago, but this is this happens to be the time. I hear you, man. So, you know, you, you were mentioning how, you know, your other band, Bat, you, you guys are fairly active, you know, when you're not out on tour with Municipal Waste and whatnot. And uh, members of the other other members have Cannabis Corpse, uh, Reagan or uh, Iron Reagan. Um, how how do you focus or how do you differentiate material that you want to go to what band? Is it is it hard? Sometimes you're like, this is a or or is it fairly uh, pretty pretty common for you to, to just be like, all right, this is municipal waste, this is bad. Are you are you able to differentiate those easily? I mean, obviously, I have to. You know, some stuff could interchange, but um, it's it's cool to do that. That way, you don't really pigeon your hole yourself into one sound. Like we can take chances with both bands, and you know, I write a lot of I write all the lyrics for Bat, so I actually was able to write some lyrics for uh, for some of the waste songs, and it's just yep. kind of come. I'm in a in a rhythm, you know, writing. So you know, I. I got to write a few, which I always end up writing one or two on each record. But this was like, I'm like in the groove. Let's just keep going, you know, and gives Tony a break, too. So, you know, musically, it's fun to, to mix it up. But, um, you know, the fans might be like, oh, that could be either band. But I always know the difference, you know. Sure. Yeah. Well, you, you, the first time I ever saw Municipal Waste, you guys played City Hall in Seattle, and there was like a grand piano right next to you guys. It was pretty, pretty crazy event. You guys played with Iron Lung, and uh, it was a very unique experience to see you guys at City Hall with like a grand piano and like this beautiful, you know, show. Uh, what's the weirdest venue you can recall Municipal Waste playing? We should have got Phil on the piano. Phil's a pretty good piano player. Oh, yeah? We should have worked that in. The, I mean... Back in the day, we well, I'm, if we're gonna go weird, like we used to, we uh, broke into an abandoned house uh, and ran a generator 
in Richmond next door to our friend's uh, house called The Compound. It was like a punk house. But we ran a generator, and then we even brought in dry ice in to an already, like, dangerous situation. Like, this, yeah. it, it had been burned down, so it was abandoned, and the ceiling was caving in on us, like, while we were playing. And we really just put everyone at, at danger at that point, you know. The stairway was breaking, and pretty much we were like, all right, well, we need to make this more evil. We brought dry ice in and little coolers. I actually have it on video. Um, it's something I need to digitize to preserve because that was one of the, the wildest municipal way shows. That, I mean, that's like 2001, like yeah. early, early stuff for us. So that was a pretty fun venue. If you guys put out like a career retrospective, like, you know, I, I mean, people aren't really doing DVDs much these days, but Blu-ray or whatever you were to or do. VHS. VH, there you go. Hey, VHS everywhere. I don't know if you're videoing this for the radio. But oh, I VHS am. Yes. Everywhere, man. I, I got the whole perimeter surrounded in it. So I like, uh, you know, tangible formats, obviously, if you look around. <laughs> there's a yeah, few, okay. there's let's, a few let's, tapes over here. <laughs> Let's talk about that. You know, I got CDs. Are you okay with CDs or are you just I'm okay vinyl? with CDs, man? Yeah, okay. CDs. You know, I got a 1987 CD player downstairs, and like, I swear, man, like the early ones they're putting out sound incredible. You know, yes, I was probably hating on them for a little bit when they would get scratched, but you know, if you go back to them, I'll take that over a, a freaking MB3 because it's you know, you want to hear it loud. I'm a vinyl guy, but I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna hate on CDs, man. So you guys are releasing the CD on CD long box, which yeah, is see, actually pretty cool. Yeah, you know, we like that unnecessary. That's actual. Yes. That's real waste. That's real municipal waste. Unnecessary yes. cardboard. But I, I remember getting you know all the Slayer albums on CD and they were in mm -hmm. long boxes. I, I wish I kept those. And um, it's just a way to you know highlight the art and you know collector's item, which I think people really and the people that grew up buying that, you know, it's it's fun for them to to be able to have that again. So, I mean, it's a limited thing, but you know, I want yeah. one for myself. So if, if, you know, you had to leave your house suddenly, I'm not going to, you know, jinx it or anything, but if you had to leave your house suddenly, I'm not going to say why, but you know what I'm saying? And you had to grab two records, two or three records from your vinyl collection, which ones would you grab? All right. Well, I know which ones I spent some money on. This okay. it might it might not be. Should I grab them? Should I grab them if right you now? Want, do I, sure. I got to get out. If you yeah. know where they are. Yeah, of course. It's, uh, let me let me just grab. It'll give me a no chance problem. to think of the second one because I know the first one. Sounds good, dude. All right. So this let me tilt it out of the plastic. This is an old UK band called Slander. Okay. I've and never this heard is of really it. just like a, a demo LP, but it's a private press from the band. Wow. This is like one of those those years where 1990, 91, it's a really rough year for vinyl. So there's mm -hmm. only 500 made. This thing crushes front to back. This is this is off the radar for a lot of people. I spent a little money on it. I don't like to spend uh, upwards of a, a certain amount, but I was like, you know what? I have to have that. So I'm not going to see that record again. That's, mm -hmm. that's one that I like front to back. So. That would be one of them, man. You're making me really choose. I don't know. It's, it's really that's like, man, which ones did I <laughs> spend the loot on? Um, but uh, do I could it be a, a tape and a record? Sure, I'll grab you my tape. Sure. I always rep this movie because I wrote a heavy metal horror movie, and this is the template. As I always say, this is a convex box. So you see this embossed Ooh. black roses, which is you know you can find this tape, but it's cool to have this you know extra extra uh, curricular and you know wow. embossed box but um is that a so that's a film this is, this is a vhs tape yeah of course the label's flying off but yeah so i mean that's my fit one of my favorite movies you know i can't just grab a record i gotta have something to watch too you know 
Black Roses. Okay. Right oh, check on, it out, man. man. Yeah, I think it's streaming for people that don't like tapes. We have a uh, really cool v- a video store. It's called Scarecrow Video up in Seattle that has all kinds of old VHS and, you know, every, all, of course, DVD and stuff. But I'll go check that out. Black Roses. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a heavy metal horror movie. It's it's a fun watch. So speaking of heavy metal horror movie, you kind of teased us. Is there anything you can say about this thing that you you uh, you wrote the the script for? Yeah, I mean, I I, I haven't released the title yet because I I want to patent it and everything, you know, or it's. I'm, I keep stuff close, uh, real close to the chest. But like I said, uh, Norman Cabrera is uh, the guy who's, you know, he's done work for Rick Baker since the 80s. So he's the the effects guy. But I actually teamed up with him as a partner in writing the movie. And I got to give credit to uh, another guy, Jamie Thompson, who was used to work for The Guardian, an old Scottish like punk rock friend of mine. We actually started writing it together. And then the three of us, you know, during the pandemic got on Zoom and really just revved up the script. Like I thought I had, you know, a good idea to go. And then, you know, you get with two other people and you're bouncing dialogue off of each other and it just raises it to the next level. So I plan to co-direct it with Norman and it'll have like all those old eighties practical effects. Um, Love my it. other, my other band Vulture, which is more like traditional heavy metal. We were writing the soundtrack as far back as like 2013 when I first had the idea. So we have some old songs you know, if you know, like Trick or Treat or, you know, Fast oh, yeah. when they did the soundtrack for Sammy that. Sammy Kerr. Yeah. So, like, think like that, like that level stuff with the soundtrack rocking the whole time. And, you know, I like anything with any horror movie with a band in it. So I wanted to make that the whole movie just like nonstop, like heavy metal imagery. But, you know, it's it's a very dramatic storyline that's supernatural and over the top and dark comedy all mixed in it. So it, it should be a lot of fun. Very ambitious project if I can actually pull it off. So. I just need money. So everyone out there, send me your money. That's all you need. Troma, hook him up. They ain't got no money. <laughs> I know all those guys. Yeah, we we, we need someone, uh, you know, someone uh, luxurious to, to be an executive producer. And, you know, yeah, we need a million bucks, which is a drop in the bucket in the movie business. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, you're getting us hype, man. That's, that sounds awesome. Um, so if you don't mind, let's, uh, you know, kind of chat about your, your history of, of, you know, when you got into music and stuff, municipal waste, you know, when I first, you know, uh, came across you guys was like through, I was originally going to see iron lung and I saw municipal waste and it blew me away. So it kind of come from the underground style of, of like hardcore punk and metal. What got you into the underground, man? Well, you know, in Richmond where I live, um, you know, we, we do a lot of house shows and basement shows and I was um, living at this, kind of horrible punk house where like a lot, a lot of like transient people would come through and you know i was 20 years old so i kind of welcome that thing you get a good group of train hoppers you're like oh yeah these people are great and the next thing you know the word's out that anyone can come to my house and it's getting stolen i'm punching people out kicking Damn. them out of my house you know just you know being a 20 year old just delinquent you know back when i had the energy to handle that kind of thing yeah but i had a i had a space behind my house where i did shows nice and um you know diy shows you know i, de- I barely could pay the bands but we had a good time type thing and there was gear out there because a, a friend's band practice out there they were kind of like a gg allen style band called okay. PCP roadblock so i used to go out there Wait, and just pcp jam with roadblock yeah i used to go out there and jam <laughs> with those guys and i just had a guitar you know i was a bass player playing guitar and didn't really know what i was doing but i would just jam some like kind of metal punk riffs like accused and 
I remember we do like Troops of Doom by Sepultura, me and, me and the singer of PCP. And, yeah. you know, it just kind of started to form into some songs. And I just kind of got some guys together out on the gear that was out there. And I started writing, you know, what would be municipal waste songs. And it was literal trash and piled around us. So, I mean, the waste was vibrant back there. You know, there's the only thing you could do is hurt yourself, you know, on broken glass back there. So Jesus. that's where the band came from, you know. Plus that's me cool, seeing man. it written on a trash truck. I was like, man, that's like the most punk metal name you could ever come up with. It's all the trash in the city. I mean, that's what it is. So what was your first band t-shirt you ever bought as a kid? Uh, Judas Priest. That nice. was my first favorite band. Yeah, I still have it. I still have, we, If we had an hour, I could go through all the old I still have here. Obviously, I keep everything. But uh, me and my brother, you know, we would rent tapes from the library, like, you know, audio cassettes and then just dub them. You know, that's how I got into all the early stuff, you know, nice. Priest and Slayer, Sabbath, you know, the basics. Uh, you know, so, curious about, you know, you guys are pretty touring, you know, uh, like touring machines. What keeps you kind of motivated to, uh, to keep hitting the road? Do you love it? Do you love touring? Of course, man. It's like, like I said, like when I get home for a day and I just sit around, I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. So it's kind of like a, you stay on the move kind of thing. Your blood's still pumping and, you know, that's what just keeps me motivated i mean yeah i get tired man but it's like then i start missing it but we just had a two-year break about without playing gigs so i mean exactly we we got the gusto back right on man well uh last couple questions here for you man and uh if you could pick a scar on your body and show us if you can i can i got a few and uh, tell us the story of how you got it You'll, you'll love this all right so i'm gonna go get down here see this right here oh yeah that's a good divot looks like i just got it so that's in my shin jesus yeah this this leg's fully tattooed i need to i need to tattoo around that so that was it's funny enough like that band pcp roadblock i mentioned that used to yeah. practice out back of my house so they couldn't really play any venues but they got a chance to play this venue called hole in the wall mm-hmm. and the stage had just been built so it's like wood splintery stuff and i'm right up front and you know you're up front and you're kind of like getting push from the back oh, my yeah. shin just went through this like almost you know like zombie when the eye gets the, the splinter in the eye oh yeah it, that's what it felt like like the splinter wood splinter going in there and i'm you know i'm 20 years old and i didn't take care of it so i had a puncture wound in my shin there's no meat there so it was literal like this hole in my shin and it was like it could have turned to like gangrene or something because it would just seep and i would just be you know i was living oh. in that same punk house back then and i was like yeah eh, you know and it would just open up and just start draining like i could have it could have killed me you know could have gotten merciless five times looks, over dude exactly and it, it looks like it just happened so that's i've had that for 22 years that scar punk house puncture wound yeah that's gonna be a band yeah <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for taking the time. Ryan You're Waste, welcome, of man. course, from Municipal Waste. The new album, Electrified Brain, is out now on Nuclear Blast. Uh, any any final words for the Northwest before we let you go, man? Yeah, represent Accused. Those are, that's our boys up there in Seattle. We just play with them. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Got to give it up for, you know, where it all came from. Right on. Take it easy, Ryan. Thanks, man. Take it easy. Yep. See you, dude. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.